this is the story all about how. My life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Ballet. Well, what? Okay, everybody, this is our theme song because we don't have time to send this to an editor. So welcome to Meathead Hippie Podcast. I don't know what number we're on, but we're going to do a Q&A. I posted about it today on Instagram. Honestly, this was inspired because I just can't talk about food for uh, just a couple more days. I just need a couple more days of, we. it was a lot of food. <laughs> There's a lot of questions on food. There was. So I, ask, I was bro. at the NTA conference last weekend with Wade. This is Wade Kilgore, everybody. Hello, everybody. He's going to be my narrator slash entertainment. <laughs> You're welcome in advance. <laughs> and I was in Vancouver for NTA conference, which was great. But we had two booths, so MPAC and T, and it was just, it was, we were moving. Yeah, we were. We had a it lot. It was so good. It a lot was, of great relationships. Mm-hmm. Cool people. Good people show up to that conference. Then we went to Expo West, which was in LA, Anaheim, I guess. And I haven't been there. I've been wanting to go forever. So to launch a tea company and then go is like, it was crazy. If you guys don't know what it is, imagine 88,000 people walking around sampling food. You know what Spencer told me? He told me that out of all the conventions that are at Anaheim Center, that they consume more alcohol on this weekend with all the nutrition people than any other event. So Spencer works for Wild Planet. That's funny. That's so true. crazy? (laughs) But it was great because I got to see all our peeps. So Wade goes to most expos for the Impact booth. So some of you might have met him. But it's so fun because... There's Anthony, so Anthony Gustin, creator of Equip and Perfect Keto, Taro, the Four Sigmatic, who's amazing, and just like the best energy in the world. His spirit animal is a cat, which what is kind of cat? like what kind of cat? Um, so he's like a house cat. Just don't talk. Leave it there. Okay. Wade is so excited about this new <laughs> podcast equipment we have. I get nervous. I'm a total mouth breather. I'm just going to say that in <laughs> advance. I don't know if I'm supposed to, but I'm saying it. Well, we, this is why I'm so excited is because we have new equipment that hopefully you guys notice. This sounds good. I don't know. We'll find out. But I, it's this badass headphone set. I'll take a picture. But he, he's excited about it. Okay. And then we saw Mary, Paleo Chef, Fat Fudge. All right, so anyway, this podcast episode that I don't remember the number of is really just a break from, you know, kind of, I love nutrition. I love fitness. I talk about it all the time. If you guys haven't heard me talk about it, I have 40-something episodes of me talking about it, and I love it, and I'll be fine next week, and I'll be back at it, although I am interviewing Stephen Farmer, the creator of the Spirit Animal book that I always reference. Oh, wow. Isn't that so cool? That would be super cool. He's gonna. We're going to podcast tomorrow. I can't even wait. Well, I'm nervous. It's Yeah, we're going to nerd out about Spirit Animal. So that would be nice. But anyway, I just needed a little bit of a break. So um, this is our break. And I offered, I said, if you have questions, ask them. And I just got a little carpal tunnel screenshotting. There's a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do, we're not going to obviously get to all these questions. I love tangents. Wade loves tangents. I will get to as many as possible. 
three of my favorites are actually going to win a six-week strength program, so I'll call those ones out. But I decided, thinking, like, okay, how do I answer all these questions? These are fun. They're fantastic. And I've been wanting to do this for a long time. So starting Sunday, I want to do Sundays with M, or co- sorry, Coffee with M. That sounded like a church. Go to church. Sundays with M. <laughs> uh, Coffee with M, sponsored by Vital Proteins. We're going to go through some more of those those questions. And I just love it because they want to be a part of it, and they're a part of my coffee. So it, I, it's perfect. Um, so on Facebook Live for Sunday, let's do 9 a.m. Mountain Time. And we'll post about it on Emily Schramm Instagram and MFIT Challenge Instagram. So you'll get more details. But I want to kind of make a weekly Sunday check in with all you guys and answer some questions and do some Q&A and uh, just connect with you. So first one Sunday, 9 a.m. Perfect. So if I don't get to your question now, you can come back. Uh, Wade, should you introduce yourself? I thought you already did. I mean, well, like an official title so they feel connected. What would my Let's official with title you? be? Well, Best friend? Sp- huh? What's your spirit animal? Oh, what's my spirit animal? It's a cougar. I think, which is the same as a mountain lion. Isn't yeah. that weird? Yeah. It, totally, nobody understands that they're the same. It's just the same animal, different areas. And what's so cool about mountain lions or cougars, I guess I'll say cougar because I'm in the presence of one, <laughs> is how far they can jump. I mean, I have physically seen from point A to point B, not a mountain lion, but a, a mark that they said, oh, this is how far they can jump, like 20 feet. Wow. I think it's actually technically 23 feet. It's you in, would remember I, the exact It's incredible. Number. Everyone needs to fact check that. But cats, I didn't like cats until I got Gryffindor. I He's do. the best. And he just, ah, oh, they're just so fun. If you're a dog person, give them a chance. All right, let's do this. We they got lots cool, of questions. Though. Griff is, I think we feel like we're spoiled with Griff. He's the dopest cat. Yeah, I don't know. He's um, He's a pretty unique little puppy cat. I love that. One of my ambassadors calls her cat puppy cat, and I think that's so cute. All right. Hit me with my first question, Wayne. What do we got okay. on the agenda today? Um, uh, this is a pretty general. Where is your favorite place to travel? Oh. Oh. This is so fun. I love <laughs> question games. Seriously, I love questions. Okay. So my favorite place to travel, That's uh, that's pretty broad. I know. So... I am going to, let's try to narrow it. How can we? So, I don't know, because you like to travel different places for different things. Uh, (laughs) What's, like, the next place that you really want to travel or go to? That's a good question. I think, um, well, I'm taking my mom to Alaska in June. What? I know. And I just can't even wait, because it's, I love whales, and it's basically going to be, like, whale season whale haven and i'm gonna cry every time i see one jump and it's gonna be amazing and i'll be with my mom so that's in june so i think that's kind of like really on my mind this is the year of the whale and it's just been the the animal that i've been trying to embody since january 1st um i think they're so fascinating and amazing and i just just watch a blue planet or a planet earth on whales if you haven't gotten into your complete obsession with them they're so smart orcas are really ridiculous anyway i'm tangenting that's <laughs> what i'm most excited about i usually am happiest when i'm in water or near water 
That's true. So I love traveling to the ocean. Mm-hmm. And sunshine. And sunshine. Okay, next question. Um, why did you move to Denver? Oh, I don't know if I've ever shared this story. Let's let's get in. Let's peel back the layers that are in. This is weird. I'm usually asking all the questions. Like, I want to know. Okay. Because <laughs> I mean, you I don't know. know. But <laughs> <laughs> you guys should hear. So I was working at Starbucks in Memorial Union at University of Missouri. I should get comfortable. And I was, it was after I got picked to be on a reality TV show called Real World DC. And I kind of had had my whole life plan since I was three. Like I was going to be a veterinarian and it was what I was going to be. And there was nothing that was going to change it. And then I came back from Real World and I just, a lot of things fell in line. And I was like, actually. You really don't get to work with animals. You were working more with people because I was working at the, whatever. It doesn't matter. There was a lot of things that were like, don't do this. This is not your path. And so I listened and I found a Starbucks that was um, hiring at Keystone, Colorado. And so I applied and got hired like the next day. Do you know how to snowboard? No. I had been once with my friend Mikey who was on the season with me. And that's how I actually went to visit Colorado, period. I just went for like a two-day, three-day trip. I ended up like breaking my wrist and like had, but I had so much fun because I was like, this is the best thing I've ever done. I had never seen a mountain before, never been snowboarding, any of that. So I just was like, I have to find a way to move here. And then it just kind of trying to go back to school, not being successful, being really overwhelmed with being on TV and also being in college, which is a very bizarre experience at that. It was just too much. Yeah. So I just... I uh, was like, okay, well, I want to get good at snowboarding. So I found a job in Keystone, which is I had never been to, but I was. it was a great choice. It was. Yeah. All right. Oh, sorry. Moving my mic. Getting new equipment. Um, sorry. What gives you the drive and push uh, yourself every day? How did you? How do you strive to be a better self? Uh, I, I mean, there's just no other option. This is just this. It's like when people ask me what motivates me, I have a hard time with that question because I don't, I don't know any other answer to life. Like I wake up and this is what I have to do. So I think it's the things I'm doing and the path that I'm on, like they feel like legitimately life or death. If I didn't do them, if I didn't create them, if they didn't exist, I would be I would be so miserable. So I don't, for me to be motivated, it's, I guess the better question is if I have a harder time, like this, this podcast is a great example. I was just like, I don't want, I need a, I need a second. Like I need to not talk about health and fitness and food. And I, it's just so much out there. Everyone's saturated with it all over and I just needed a break. So I think if I'm in a spot or if you're in a spot where you're just like, ugh, I just am over it. I just, I'm not motivated. What I've learned is that that goes away. Like, I think sometimes I fear so much like, oh, is this what it's like to not be motivated and get sick of the gym? Like after CrossFit, I was always like, okay, is this, is this the beginning of the end? Like, am I no longer going to be competitive or care about my body or care about getting strong? 
you know, just because I wasn't going to a CrossFit gym, I thought I didn't care as much. So anyway, I just have learned to appreciate that when you allow yourself the recovery time or like the permission to just give zero fucks for a day or two, 12 hours, 24 hours, 36 hours. Usually that's my limit is like, I can't, I can only not give fucks for 24 hours. Oh yeah. I was about to say 36. I feel like (laughs) I've never, I've known her for seven years and I've never encountered that, that, 36? Yeah. Okay, 24. Time span. How, what about 24? 24. I could, I could buy into 24, maybe. Yeah. And then I'm just right back at it. If I take time off, then I'm ready and re-motivated to like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. I get too antsy and anxious if I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So yeah. I hope that helps translate into food or fitness in some way. But I think just oh, being trusting yourself that it's going to eventually come back the right class or the right teacher or the right uh motivation meaning like intrinsic motivation like the reason why you're going to the gym that it'll click and um i think that what um one thing that keeps you motivated is that you really enjoy what you do and you like really enjoy it like not like everybody's like, oh, I love what I do because I get to help people. But like, no, <laughs> like you like really do. <laughs> like it's just to see you're like, I just love to work. And she just, I mean, yeah. wouldn't you say that'd be a thing? That's yeah. a motivator for you? No, I really, Enjoyment. really, I really, really love my job. Like, yeah, I have so much fun. When you, when you ask me my favorite things to do, like it used to be snowboarding or being outside. And it's, it's just straight up. I love working a lot. Yeah. It's just so much fun for me because I'm doing what I really, really, and I feel like I'm meant to do. So that's a beautiful, magical thing that does not ever go. I never w- go a day without being grateful for that. That's awesome. All right. Um, next question. Being in the spotlight, how do you handle other people's judgment towards you? What type of legacy do you want to be remembered for that's like super deep it did get deep (laughs) (laughs) well I think so I did read a question someone asked about like how you you know my life is so public and how I feel about it uh I think that's a good question because I it's so bizarre but the process of my life and this the way that my life unfolded prepared me in so many ways to just early on say I'm going to be a vulnerable human and I'm going to show my vulnerability and the goods and the bads and the just the honesty because I just I crave that from people I crave authenticity I crave getting something real from somebody I hate cookie cutter superficial bullshit posts there's nothing I hate more and posts aka conversations whatever it is I just I can't stand it I it's my biggest pet peeve so I think I just would see content being too much, especially in nutrition and fitness, being too much of it. And I craved being that voice. And it was so easy for me to be that voice or at least just share my voice in a way that's just, this is who I am. You know, it's not a business. Emily Schramm Instagram is not a business. It's literally my life. And I think it's because of the reality TV show process that I went through. When I committed to say, yes, I'm going to be on real world. I didn't know what it was. I hadn't even really seen an episode. 
I actually hadn't really? seen an episode. No, I went home and watched like, what was it? Real World. I watched one episode of Real World Cancun, one episode of Real World Brooklyn. And I was like, oh, okay, this is what it is. And I was like, okay, you better get your That's shit. That's what you made your decision off of? No, I had already said yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh my God. I know. I, well, I mean, this shit, my dad blocked that shit. That was not, <laughs> that was not allowed in the Schramm household. So I just, I knew I was going to say yes because it was an opportunity and I couldn't say no. And I just straight up was like, all right, this is, this is going to be my, my life if I'm going to do it in a way that's that I would want to have somebody do it it has to be all me and so just being open and real and I didn't always used to be that way my my family knows this I used to not be able to talk to people I used to be such a closed off hermit and I couldn't process feelings and the only way I knew how to express myself was through poetry and it was just one of those like I had to learn how to speak and I had to learn how to stop running away from shit and feelings. I was so always, every time I had a feeling I could run away from it. And I wasn't able to do that because every time I had a feeling of yuck and crap, I had to talk about it. We had to literally sit in an interview room for three hours, two times a week to talk about everything that made you uncomfortable, sad, or angry. And then they'd make you process it and analyze it. And then you just had to sit in your shit. You literally sat in your shit. And it was three months of therapy. That's what it was. And it was bizarre, but it allowed me to say, okay, I have to sit in my shit. And somehow me sitting in the shit and processing it and getting through it inspires somebody out there. And to me, that's that's like a no-brainer. So the public life to me is really, yes, it's somewhat hard because I think mainly because of my relationship with my boyfriend. Like sometimes that's a little bit hard. That's a totally different tangent. (laughs) But outside of that, I think it's just kind of an extension of who I am. And you will know that you know this. They don't get to see all the crazy. (laughs) I think it's all beauty. Wah, wah. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about this guy, so it's uh, Ethan. Oh, Ethan. What did he ask? He said, Hi, Ethan. What is your stance on New Year's resolutions? Oh, I have a thing on this. <laughs> what is your stance what's, on New What's your stance on New Year's resolutions? What's your stance on New Year's resolutions? I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you're going to commit to a goal, it shouldn't be like, all right, the buildup of New Year's. Like, if I'm going to commit to something, I can start it at any time. And the fact that you just use, like, this arbitrary date that was decided by society to start something and then usually not stick with it is – I mean, I'm not saying that they can't be beneficial. What's really interesting is that when you think of it, the New Year's shouldn't be – on the new year's eve because like march my moon book march 1st is technically like the harvest moon it's when things start growing so new year should always be like the start of new the frost is over and then spring is here it doesn't make any sense that new year's eve is january 1st do you want to start we should start like a movement for the second new year's well it was march 1st and it was the full moon and all the full moon everyone was like so much transition and craziness and that's like i'm still kind of feeling that transition phase but that was like the whole march 1st if you guys felt a little bit like things are changing (laughs) 
Wait, so did you set a new New Year's on March 1st? No, I think, I mean, I think everyone, I guess astrologists probably know this, but I didn't know this. I thought that was interesting. So you don't believe in New Year's resolutions. So what, for you, makes you commit to something? I was just talking about this because I just quit. I just quit nicotine. Yay! uh, So that's just, it's just a long story. But I was just using (laughs) just straight nicotine. I didn't smoke or chew tobacco or anything, but I was. You used to love that nicorette gum. Oh, I used to be addicted to nicorette gum so bad. And you would justify it because Rob Wolf. Yeah, <laughs> but he <laughs> nobody chewed it to the extent that I did. That's like true. He probably uses it. I, I don't know, but I use it like I use it habitually. But I think just the fact that so I want to do like a hormone panel. I wanted to do a Dutch test. And I didn't want it to be skewed mm-hmm. by chewing nicotine. So that's what gave me motivation to quit nicotine. Not all the things that bad for you for all these different reasons yeah that didn't work suppresses yeah. i tried that yeah, <laughs> i tried that method appetite like messes with your dopamine receptors all these things but i was like well if i'm going to do this analysis of myself i want it to be accurate as much as possible yeah. and somehow that was my freaking motivation to quitting because <laughs> perfect I, I didn't know that that's great yeah that's why i stopped and then are you gonna stay stopped oh yeah for sure good yeah i'm not you know We've we've been on this journey before. Oh my god! <laughs> no, you're good. I believe you. I really do. Okay. 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 So New Year's resolutions. Um, I like the start of anything new. So like the idea of turning a new leaf, I think is so. I don't know. It's poetic. It's just something that's really simple and it it helps with anything because most of our shit is in our head relationships, life circumstances, it's always about past experiences. We fear something because of the past or we fear something or we don't do something because of the past. So like if we can let go of anything past and make it more present and the easiest way to do that is by saying today we start new, like day one of the challenge. I don't give a fuck what happened yesterday. (laughs) Like that's powerful for people. And I think that that's the same thing with New Year's. So I, I don't know. I love it. I love this kind of like stamp on the ground, um, whether it be your day one, your New Year's, March 1st, whatever. I think it's great. I mean, I like resolutions, but I'm just saying the whole New Year's. If you want to start something, don't wait. Just start it. That's a great way to end it. I like it. All, All right. right. What did Ethan el- el- What else did he ask? Oh, man. he had a, I almost scrolled off of him already. So... He's always got, this is Nomad Entrepreneur. He was on a recent podcast. Well, he's been on a podcast with me talking about keto. Um, if you have questions on keto, that's your that's your bro. He says, how do you self-assess to gain better awareness of your blind spots, which I like. How do you self-assess to g- gain? <laughs> God damn it, Ethan. <laughs> yeah, said, it's like very, I shit. liked it. I was like, this is a deep one. This is so explicit, guys. I, I apologize. If I'm talking to Wade or myself, I cuss a lot. I hope this isn't offending people. Extra explicit episode. Okay, continue. <laughs> I, I feel bad sometimes people, it really bothers people, and I need to be aware of that. See, I'm assessing. I this feel is my like blind at the spot. end of the day, what happens, like, I give less fucks. Like, <laughs> and I cuss more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, comes. at the end of the day. At the end of the day. Oh, at nighttime? Yeah. Well, because you're filtered all day. Yeah, that's true. I'm not filtered at all. And I just, 
I think I need a filter. Okay. So that was me assessing my blind spot. My blind spot is that I don't care about cuss words. I don't understand their meaningfulness, but they do have meaning to some people. Therefore, I should be sensitive to that. So I will try not to cuss the rest of this episode unless it's very passionately needed. I don't know. As far as self-analyzing and getting better at what you suck at, I think I just love it. I think as far as, well, I guess there's two angles. I'm really good at saying this is my weakness and I want to make it a strength because I refuse to suck at anything. Like if I know I suck at something, unless it's golf, I will work to make it better. But at the other side, there's also so many times with my personality, I am like, you, I don't know. I, what? I'm like very, This. I mean, I just, I work for myself. I work, I have just launched my fifth business. I've been able to spearhead different avenues. And the only way to do that is just to be super assertive. And it, it, this is how I like it. This is how I don't like it. And that's it. So that can come off very strong to people. So delegating and working with people is really, has been in the last year, such a, new avenue of my business, but it's been wonderful because one, you get to work with people. You don't have to work by yourself. And that's really nice because I was getting a little lonely out there. <laughs> but two, it's also like this whole different ball game of like, okay, how do I start managing people and seeing their weaknesses and how I'm not communicating? That's really what it is. It's communication skills. It's like allowing my conflict resolution to not be so assertive and be slightly more collaborative. And there's a really cool, and you're going to be a part of this too, because technically we work together. So we, there's this great assessment that I want to take that I found through CEO, which is this women investment group that I'm a part of. And they were able to, you basically can like see how assertive you are and how collaborative you are assertive almost in a negative way. But I, did she break the scale? Did you break the assertive scale? <laughs> no, I didn't. I she did. I need to be more collaborative. That's one of my things. I need to be slightly more, um, less jumpy. Like I just want to fix things right away. And sometimes when I let it go and it fixes and it fixes itself in ways that I couldn't even imagine. And that's hard for me to understand, but that's how it works sometimes. Okay. Yeah. You think like eight moves such a ahead. tangent. Like Ethan, you chest. better be happy with that answer. I hope right, you appreciate yeah, that. I'm going to another page. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, following up on body shapes, any good retailer that buys jeans, pants, clothes? Oh, God, I do have such a hard time finding jeans. That's going to be business number six. <laughs> I swear that's something mezcal and jeans are just on the list that has to be created because no jeans fit me. Actually, I did go to Nordstrom and this lady, she's, she was amazing. She was the first person that found me jeans, but they are expensive. The closest, still expensive, but closest jeans that are not terribly expensive, like over $200 but they still are too expensive for my own good are the um, good Americans from Chloe Kardashian. Those are the closest that fit me and they're not, they're still not perfect. So if that helps anybody, I live in leggings. I do love wearing jeans if they fit me right, but it's very rare. I usually just wear tights and skirts, like those like legging skirts. That did, that was a horrible like skirt and like. Sorry, I spaced off. Wait, are about? you finding a question? I'm just <laughs> I'm talking to myself. It's okay, I, my bad. Um, 
There's a couple here about like NTA. So it's like, how did you decide on NTA and how can you utilize it as a career? Do you feel that the, the holistic health industry is going to take off within the next few years? The holistic health industry has taken off. I mean, this is, we're, we're in the middle of it. I think that people are very much, even doctors are understanding that nutrition is an integral part of healing and uh, there's just no slowing it down because it, it works. It's foolproof. So there's no better prescription than someone healing themselves. And I think it's just, yes, it's a great industry to be in. I j NTA is the school I went to. So nutritional therapy practitioner is my title. It's where I've learned about gut health and adrenal health. Do I love NTA? Does it teach so much? Yes. One thing I'll say is that that is not how I learned everything I know. And I think a lot of people assume that be That's just because true. just because I went to NTA or XYZ that that's that is what it is learning and being a good practitioner or especially in the holistic field you never stop learning you have to be consciously putting yourself in webinars workshops seminars schools different education CEUs that's just constant well one thing that I think that you do really well too is as you're learning you're constantly teaching so you learn things on such a just like deep concrete level where yeah. you can like literally recall anything that you learn i do have a weird mind like that yeah i don't <laughs> thanks mom and dad just a little insight into, oh no i just had a good question i lost it Oh, no. I'm really bad at remembering names, but I will remember any fact about a flower that you tell me. I don't understand it, but it works well for. Um, what is uh, wh what do you use to like center yourself? <laughs> My sauna. <laughs> I just did a video with this is on. So I have version one and version two of the MFit challenge, and uh, I've been doing them for so long. And I've always done like all new challenges. And so I finally am setting it up to where version one is great for anybody just starting off with me. Version two, we get a little nerdier. So in version two, I have a couple videos about stress and like my favorite ways to ground myself. And sauna was definitely a huge piece of that. Cordyceps mushrooms. Um, I also burn Palo Santo. And I have a biomat that it, it's like a, I don't know, hippie heating pad. Yeah, it's really cool. It is cool. Got different rocks and stuff. Amethyst. Mm -hmm. What all's in there? <laughs> oh, I found that thing. Uh, what is the top thing on your bucket list? Also, what is your favorite thing about yourself? And they, these are a lot of questions. Just they want to know about Emily. Yeah. Emily. Uh, what is on my bucket list? So, um. Obviously, so okay, so my background from my desktop is this gorgeous blue whale with a scuba diver. And I think that's my biggest bucket list is to scuba dive slash snorkel with whales. Like, I want to be right next to it. That uh, seems so scary to me. Look at this. Your face. <laughs> I've seen it. It's gorgeous. I could totally do that. But the thing is, males, um, they they make bubbles when they're trying to mate, and so you can't scuba dive. So you have to, like, hold your breath. And I'm terrible at holding my breath. So I'm going to have to practice that. But that's on my bucket. And I also want to dive with great great white sharks. Yeah, I was about to, uh, that was my next. Yeah. that's So no, I just I love the ocean is, so much. Well, 
Yeah. I mean, I'll be in a cage in South Africa. I'm not even good Africa. in the water. I'm a horrible swimmer. Well, I did it with sharks in Hawaii, but they weren't great whites. I want great whites. The real deal. The real deal. Give me the adrenaline. <laughs> I think those are two of my bucket lists. They, most of my bucket list things involve animals. That's true. Just nature and animals are like, even yesterday, you have a lot of stuff going on. And then yesterday, we were we went through like a little short hike in Evergreen. It was crazy how much it just like brought us both yeah, just down and centered us. Yeah, that's our that's nature. our grounding. Pretty grounding. That's true. Pretty grounding. What's your favorite thing about yourself? I just want to ask this because Emily has. I feel like you have trouble giving yourself uh, credit. Oh, oh, do I? Yeah. <laughs> For a lot of things, and she's good at a lot of things. Wait, what is a what like physically? Can I do? Well, no, you can do whatever. It says, "What is your favorite thing?" I don't, I don't want. Physically. I just, I don't. Know. We'll just say that I, I'm. I love that I get to have an idea and I execute. I just, that's my favorite thing about me. I like that too. I just like to get shit done. That's the favorite <laughs> thing about myself. I get shit done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's your favorite place to go outdoors in Colorado? Especially with your impact. Mm, so Red Rocks is so fun with the impact because you can just keep it on the trail or you can go straight to the stairs. And so you can kind of combine like a trail run running with the pack or stair run with weights. And then they have little spots for pull up handles, like little bars that you can do pull ups on. So I think Red Rocks is just like the most diverse. And it was so fun. If you guys saw my first Kickstarter video, it was really about... And I say first because dun, 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 something's happening. It's coming soon. But with the first Kickstarter, <laughs> <laughs> first Kickstarter video, it was like me carrying kettlebells and wall balls down the stairs, up the stairs. I was like, this is silly. So the impact is just, oh, you put your straps on. You have it as a backpack. You can get it there easily. Take the straps off. Boom. Done. I love it. Here's the thing that I think is funny, too, about Red Rocks is everybody and – their dog works out at Red Rocks like on weekends and certain days. And Emily will make up just like she'll do the weirdest stuff where then everybody just stops what they're doing. Like, what is this girl doing? Like, I've never even thought to use this ledge to do a burpee, then a three muscle ups on the top, and then <laughs> swing my I love making I impact like a, in between my legs like a. I used to think I wasn't creative, ninja. but creating workouts, that was my favorite way creative. That was my creative outlet for years as a personal trainer. Like you have to go to the gym, train clients one on one, just to like create workouts for individuals is yeah. so much fun. So yeah. especially for self, you're really good at it. Just like in thank you, you just ninja your way through it. I'm always so impressed. Wade used to be my boss. If you haven't heard Wade and I talk, I'm still the boss. <laughs> That's not true at all. <laughs> um, what is your uh, I want to read this one because Emily's also like really good at just making up recipes while we're talking about you are just making everything up on the fly. But what is your best uh, easy paleo breakfast, your go-to? Oh, man, my go-to paleo breakfast. So frequent, most recently, since um, I just tend to get distracted, I wake up and go straight to emails and then I got to – I'm uh, – filming something with nine news Denver I'm doing like a little mini series which is just so incredible I can't wait to like 
share it. But last, basically, I'm doing, I'm becoming a, you know, advocate for bringing voices and attention to really cool things happening in Denver, which I'm just like blown away by some of these stories that I'm finding. Women in business, women in uh, women's health, women in education, women in law, just so many cool segments that are coming out of this. And I'm just, people are so cool. I just, when you think of like the work that people do that they don't get paid for, it's nonprofit. They're just like really teachers. I just, I can't, I can't even my mom being one of them. They're the most giving, caring, underpaid humans. And I just. Both but, my parents are teachers. It's insane. Yeah. But they have like, the, like without them, we are nothing. That is, so anyway, just sharing. Long story. I've been pretty busy. So my paleo breakfast has been like a double oh, shot. Oh yeah, of we a, were talking about breakfast. I didn't even know what of, the question was. A double shot of espresso and like a bulletproof bar or something. But it, my go-to if I have time is three eggs. Um, I love any sort of vegetable that I can get my hands on in the morning. And then uh, kimchi and tahini and sometimes gluten-free bread if I'm going to work out soon after, or I just add sweet potato hash. Nice. Um, Have you ever tried climbing as a sport? (sighs) I love climbing. I think if I, um, once I get some stuff, you know, I don't know, maybe in three years. I don't know. My f- my plans with my business are quite aggressive. So <laughs> I'm talking with my hands quite. Uh, I just think if you I have time, more than one hand when I'm ready to compete again, I really want to climb. Climbing would be my sport. I just am obsessed with it. I love heights. Is that what he asked? Like climbing, yeah, rock climbing. It. Yeah. Um, that's a sport. Sorry. Well, it's okay. Just be careful when you grab it because you can... Getting aggressive with it. Mm-hmm. You can hear it's a bloop bloop. I get excited. <laughs> uh, with the climbing, I that's how I started. It was like the first individual sport I ever did. I started at Mizzou Rec Center. I loved it. I prefer. She crushes me when we climb when we used to go. Yeah, I prefer tall over bouldering. Bouldering kind of bores me, but it's technical and beautiful. But I would prefer to be high. I like heights. They make me nervous. Just like the added. Yeah, the added adrenaline rush. I'm just starting working out and want to do weight training. Uh, What is a good beginner programs that you do? Uh, So version one of Busy Bee Burner Build. I have six. I have three six week programs. Uh, And I think maybe this person. What's her name? His name? Um. E underscore ought 18. You are one of my winners for my strength program. So Aww. you can try it out. That's perfect. I would love to have them try it. I just, I think, you know, it's scary starting off with strength programs because where do you start? And it's, you know, you're usually on your own in a gym by yourself. It's just a lot going on. So if you're not used to getting your hands on a barbell or on even heavier dumbbells, I just trust me. I promise once you start and you dial it down, you will never look back. So I just think beginner moves are the same as advanced moves. Honestly, absolutely. you know, yeah. I'm t- going to teach you how to squat. I'm going to teach you how to deadlift. Wade helps me with the programs. We just launched build three, which is the conjugate method. That's all Wade. And I'm fucking loving it. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Well, we've already dropped that. <laughs> I know, but I remember I haven't done it since. Self-assess. Um, self-assess. self-assess. 
So, yes, I think strength training is amazing. Step ups, deadlifts, push press, squats, pull ups, all modifications accepted. Just learn how to move your body. Move your and body. You are my first of three strength training winners. So, please email me support at emilyshram.com. Um, Let's meet. I don't know. What do you think? Like four more? Yeah. Okay. Bow show. Oh, show. Pick My some. eyes are getting tired. <laughs> I know. This is late. We're going to um, go to bed. We have um, four more questions, and then we're going to go to bed. This is a quick one. I'll be in Denver this Saturday uh, before before we head to Winter Park. Where should I work out? We're just all in Denver? Yeah, just all in Denver. I well, know Well, if you're coming in May... You can come to Platform Strength, Ooh. which is Wade and I's gym. I'm opening up a gym on 32nd and Blake, and Wade is my head coach. What's up? Did you know that? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. We did. I'm so excited. I did know. Do you like that title? Is that an official title? Head coach? Yeah, I like it. Okay, perfect. Done. <laughs> We're perfect. excited. We have some. We have a lot of things to do. The build-out's happening right now, but... Platform strength is going to be the best strength and conditioning gym in Colorado. Boom. What? Um, well, I guess we got a lot about your drive. If you could only do one form of recovery, what would it be and why? Ooh. One form of recovery? Well, I guess you do the sauna. That would be the most consistent if I am. But then it could be supplements. I don't know. Eat protein. That could be. Oh. I was thinking more like physically, like at outside of nutrition. All right, let's let's break it down. <laughs> nutrition. Okay. What would it be? Uh, protein. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would just collagen's great, but I actually am five percent of the people that create pretty great collagen myself, so it's a bonus. But if you don't like, if you haven't gotten your gene testing, most people need collagen. So that would be number one, would be like adequate protein and collagen sources um, to help with ligaments and tendons. I think, uh, or lig ligaments and cartilage. I also think just turmeric and uh, protein in general. And then, okay, now physically? Yeah, now physically. I don't know. Bass. I love bass. Baths oh, yeah. make me happy. Because then I just Baths sit and I be happy. still, and sometimes I do emails, but yeah. All right, next question. Okay, next question. Um, um, what What was one of the hardest times of your life? Wow, that's a, too much. That seems deep. I'm not going to do it. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I commented above the question, but maybe I could ask. Um, Emily, I watch you since the challenge days. I think everything you do is amazing. I was wondering, in all of the places you've traveled and seen, what is your favorite? We've heard all about your travels, I guess, already, huh? Should I pick some questions? Yeah, you should. Okay. There's a lot. I get overwhelmed. There are a lot. Um, I don't know. What's I your favorite that's dessert? That's the My favorite dessert is, um, <laughs> I freaking love peanut butter. And then I, I know it's not technically a dessert, but I love peanut butter. My mom's allergic to it, so it's like this forbidden food. And when I smell it, 
oh, just my favorite way. I guess it would be like peanut butter with a little bit of honey, maybe some gluten-free granola, and then like a little bit of vanilla collagen protein. Oh, that's good. That's a dessert right there. I think we should eat that after we wrap up this podcast. <laughs> Uh, top three wines. That's fun. Um, I love uh, Tempranillos, and I really love this dry white wine from France that I can't remember the name of. Uh, it's got a fancy name. And then there's another wine that I love. My sister works at Paul Hobbs Winery. He's like the greatest winemaker in the world, or one of them. I don't know. His title. He basically he brought Malbec to North America. What? I know. I don't know anything about wine. It's it's pretty cool. But anyway, she gives me really good wine. So whatever she gives me, she says I like old world. You have a question? You ready? Um, I think we have one more. Has your spirit animal always been the same, or did it change when you got older? When you got older, what? I'm so old. I think it should have been as you got older. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I I am getting old. I'm 29. 29 feels old. Yeah. Okay. Um, spirit animal, is that what you asked? Yeah. Has your spirit animal always been the same? Yes. I think I've always been a hummingbird. I think everything, you know, like, I originally with the teas, the teas, I knew if I started a tea company, I was going to have to have a tarot card like I had where I had to have spirit animals connected into it somehow so with the teas with the tarot cards um originally the first deck of tarot cards I found was wild unknown the wild unknown version which I found in Kauai at this random store and the logo of their w is the same logo as my m and it was just like serendipitous like oh my god this is so crazy this is the same logo for teas with elements and then I found this book that's called Spirit Animals, but different. But they didn't like the word spirit animal. They said that it needed to use animal spirit because we're never one animal. And I just think it's total bullshit because for me, I am <laughs> a hummingbird. Like, that is it. Like, I know that there's ways to pull a tarot card and animals show up in your life for different reasons. And obviously, we'll talk way more in depth about the author of my favorite spirit animal book, oh, Stephen Farmer. This is a perfect segue. I know, but I just, and I can't wait to talk to him because I don't know what he's going to be like, but he's going to be, he's got to be fantastic. So anyway, with the spirit animal cards, they did not want me to ever use spirit animal because they are very particular that there's just one or there isn't just one. And so I decided to pick, um, when I decided, okay, I want to make my own spirit animal cards, I include it. Like there's the first part that comes with when it shows, or, um, when you draw it. And the second part is if it's you. And then the third part is the lesson of the animal. So I do think every animal has a lesson for somebody at a certain time. Like right now, my lesson that I'm in right now is of, of the swan and of the, of the hawk. That's my vibe. So, I was a straight uh, ram over the over the weekend. I yeah, felt like that, that was, was the card you pulled. It was so fun to have people pull their cards. But for me, um, and eventually I'll sell these tarot cards. I'm excited to finally get a full deck. But uh, I've always been a hummingbird. That's just who I am. I'm just a hummingbird. You are. It fits perfect. Any other questions? I appreciate your commentary. And doing this with you is way more fun than 
because you because you know me pretty well. You do. Uh, I hope this was entertaining, guys. I don't know if it was. What I think it was. Uh, I I hope you guys like. I mean, these questions are fantastic. We do need to pick a couple winners. Um, I had some winners. Someone asked me my favorite poem, and I just wanted to say you are definitely a winner because that's such a cute. And I I'm a I love poetry. Nikki Giovanni and uh, Langston Hughes are by far my favorite poets. But I, there's a poem I'll I'll think of. I'll post the Langston Hughes poem I love. But Nikita, there's a few Instagram poets that I've been finding. Obviously, like, ugh, God, I'm butchering this. But if I think of, like, favorite poets of all times, Nikki Giovanni and Langston Hughes. But that was definitely a winner of the question. Um, and I need one more winner. Oh, shoot. Someone asked about... Hmm. I'll wait for that. There's so many questions, guys. Make sure we time tune in for Sunday Facebook Live so I can answer some more of these because these are wonderful. Um, oh, someone asked about dogs versus cats. That's fun. Okay, I want her to win because we'll right. finish this because it's animals. I know. I was going to talk about it, but then we already talked about cat or yeah. Griff in the intro, so I was like, we already kind of covered it. Dogs versus cats. I know you have a cat, but you are inherit. But are you inherently a cat person? We may have to disagree on this one. Uh, dog lover, and trust me, I just feel like this is something that I have to say for all my cat lovers. The cats are just so smart, and the reason I've become obsessed with them is because you have to earn their love, and I think that that's what's just so cool about them. And so I used to hate cats because I thought. Like, why don't you love me? Like, just love me. That's all I want from you. And you're scratching me, and you're annoying. I feel like his love is kind of fleeting, though, too. He he decides when he loves you. Oh, even with Griff? If, yeah, even if you've earned it, you can lose it Yeah. the drop of a pen. Yeah, you go to Thailand, and you just basically lose all love if you leave for more than two weeks. That's for sure. That took a long recovery to come back to. I took care of him. You did. I, well, so anyway, I think all cats... Just give them a chance. There's definitely people that can, you know, ruin cats for you. And I get it. And it is what it is. You maybe had a bad experience. But as a dog person who just grew up with dogs and all animals and had wanted nothing to do with a cat, I will say that the, the right cats that act like dogs are the best things in the world. Bump, bump. Oh, this is our outro music. Jump, this is a story all about how my life got switched and upside down. I'd like to take a minute. Thanks for tuning in. Q&A. Usually this has a great intro and a great outro, but we're filming this at 11 p.m. So we're just going to upload this and call it good. And I hope you guys enjoy our Q&A. Join me on Sunday. We are going to do a Facebook Live um powered with vital proteins coffee with them uh, i want to start doing that on instagram again and we'll start it on facebook with a with a bang to answer more questions if you were a winner one of my three email support at emilyshom.com and for all challenges nutrition meal plans workouts anything that you need to help on your journey of being a better you go to emilyshom.com all right you all are the best we're out bye